Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. should have a soft spot for it. Okay, we're um, live in London, episode 70, Swedish Football Mafia. Live? What do you mean live? Well, we're in live in their ears. Um, Don't worry, we'll kill it. Uh, that voice is the voice of... James Bukai grew up. He uh, became a man. Voice of Eddie Brimson. Um, if you want to have a quick minute to pause the pod and then Wikipedia him, you'll know about... Yeah, no, don't do that. Because <laughs> um, he had some connections with um, children and stuff. Don't you can't no, say no, that. No, he's all right. That. You can it's 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 just, in Sweden. It was just prostitution. <laughs> I'm old enough to... <laughs> That's his I'm career old enough finished. to be on that list, probably. That's his career finished. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we're live in London, and we thought we'd get together with a guy I've known for maybe 10 years, um, does comedy, but is a massive football fan. A massive ballad, I was going to say. <laughs> but he's a massive football fan, and you've written... Come on, Eddie, give us just a quick... Seven. I've written seven books on football. Seven books. Um, uh, six on football fan culture. We're kind of the first people who wrote about what it means to be a football fan. So we opened up that. Well, we used to work with a brother of mine who wrote the first four books. And it sort of opened up that whole genre of, of writing. And then a couple of books following England at major tournaments. And then one novel, which was quite violent. Look at a, a, no, a novel, novel. I mean, yeah, a novel. Like novel. I'm, just, I'm just starting writing another one now. Fiction. I'm, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm just on a second one now. So yeah, yeah. You should actually really now Google his picture because. When you see, he looks like the hooligan, but he's a writer, hooligan turned writer. Uh, that's I think that's right. You are no, kind, kind. Of, well, the, the, book, the first that? books were they just got all blue. When I was younger, I was involved in the sort of culture of it back then, the whole, the whole sort of uh, casual culture, which was the hooligan element over here. What um, team? With Watford, which was my local team, and uh, so yeah, I was involved in that. And we tried to blow. What we did is kind of explain this stereotypical idea that they had back then of what a football people got involved in football violence were and it's, it wasn't like that it's not like that people from all walks of life get involved in it and we try to explain why and uh, and why uh, the, the, you know, the buzz that it gives people and then we try to explain you've got to understand what drives these people if you ever want to deal with a problem so that was the whole point But behind it all you went that way did you Before that, did you did you do hooligan stuff yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, uh, What was that like? Uh, well, it's exciting. That's why people get involved. How old were you then? From when I was about 13 up to when I was about 24. And you're how old now? 51. Are you 51? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks good, doesn't yeah. he? Even on radio. Yeah. You look odd. Oh. 
It does. really does not You're look beautiful, like, man. You do not look like 51. That's amazing. People <laughs> <laughs> so, loving. So you've been into like five. So you, when you were like 15, you, did, did you do like that? That's of what first playing a team and now you're going to play them. You met outside and you had no, a fight. No, it was very different back then. It, got, it all used to happen in the grounds back then. Okay, right, right. And the way I got into it is my, my best mate, Keith, his brothers were all, his brother and all his mates were like the lads at Watford back then. And I'm going back to the old third division before we went, what we went down years, to the years third. years ago. Yeah, 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 Fuck. and some, yeah. And um, we just looked up to them, but what they used to do is the, the segregation wasn't the same back then. So they used to send us over when we were kids just to wind up the away fans, find out who, who was what and who was where, and then we'd step back and then go and give them a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> or get a good idea themselves. So, yeah, so it was just... The whole thing about it is it's part of growing up. It's just the first time you're away from your parents, you're travelling to other cities with older blokes. Are you on first the trains? Drinking you on the, the trains. Yeah. Smashed up loads of trains back in the day. So it was just being a, just being an idiot, you know, growing up, but exciting. And exciting is belonging, that part of belonging to something. Do you still miss the excitement or have you, like, substituted as something else? Um, I got, well, I, I, I was obviously quite angry when I was younger <laughs> and I managed to ch- channel that into more political means as I got older. But um, I understand what drives people and I, yeah, I understand why people get involved in it. Uh, you just got back from Lithuania yeah. with England. Yeah, yeah, they have And there was trouble there as well. Yeah, there's a little bit of a kick-off there. But they don't, they, you know, getting tickets for for the, that game, they only gave England like 150 tickets. And um, England always travelling far bigger numbers than that. Was and so, and getting tickets, you could buy you could buy tickets in the supermarket in the afternoon of the game. You go into the supermarket and buy a ticket. And of course, we ended up in their in their end, and they they were they seemed to be quite up for it. And there was quite a, there was quite a few England lads running around who seemed quite up for it. So just as I was going in, I saw the old Bill right old Bill going in, and a few people come out. We've been. Um, Do you think it's England it. that attracts that? Um, I think. What, Don't you think their reputation is like? Well, yeah, the, the reputation of England fans from back in the seventies yeah. and eighties, because we were still the kind sticks. of the and it still sticks. Off. Yeah, everyone still. Well, not not really, but um, they, they don't see us as the as the the people to the, the top people to ever go at but England has still got that reputation and although there's, far, there's countries with problems far worse yeah, I mean, Sweden's got yeah, quite yeah, a problem I mean we talked about that before that in, in Swedish I mean the English culture it's it's still sticky with the movies and stuff like that we're going to talk about that as well the hooligan movie but uh, the thing is that we have this picture of England as a lot of fighting but I've always told people I've been so many premiership games it's not even near to the problems oh, yeah. we have in Swedish league much smaller crowds much bigger problems I mean, uh, two last games I watched on telly in Sweden, both games stopped for 10 minutes because it had flares, you know, all oh, this I saw some pictures of the go- was with the green flares. The game, game went on for Hammer B against Gothenburg. Went on for about an extra 45 minutes. Yeah, I, th- minutes. I think actually... Th- I think it's a real problem in Swedish football. It's a huge, But I think uh, in Sweden, it's a lot about that. There's nobody really doing anything about it. I mean, the, uh, the fans who do this stuff, the, the punishment is not big enough I mean a guy died last year got oh, beat wow. to death uh, you got a support in Helsingborg a huge scandal and I was in Helsingborg talking to some of the the, the team leaders there and they had a big big regroup of, uh, of the entire staff at the, he said they were planning that before mm. but it must have been a really big you know extra incentive to do that 
amazing. I mean, they, they beat to death a, a, a old man who got a supporter. Mm. He wasn't even, you know, a hooligan or something. He just got beat to death. Wow. So, I mean, in a small country like Sweden, a small city as Helsingborg, it's, it's staggering comparing that. But what, what we do always hear about is, you went to international football now. Do you feel there's a lot of, like, is there any hooliganism from English fans when they go to these games? Do you feel... Um, well, what, in the league here? Or when well, he, in the international. Oh, when he, yeah, but there was yeah, there was quite. I was very surprised. I followed England to a lot of big tournaments, and and the vibes always pretty good. You get a, see like in France next year. Um, no matter how many tickets they give England, which will probably be about four or five thousand a game, there'll be thirty to fifty thousand yeah. England fans. Because it's France, yeah. there'll be a lot. I was we in didn't Port- take that many to Ukraine. We only took about three and a half. Yeah, but I was in, uh, in Portugal, two thousand four. Yeah, we take a lot. There was, uh, I mean, on that ground, well, I was at the game actually, quarterfinal of Portugal against England, mm. and it was a massive English support even on that ground. Even that Portugal has a home has a home team yeah. uh, because difficult to tickets uh, so well, it, it Ukraine was, the reason why Sol Campbell said everyone was going to um, come back uh, it wasn't that to get tickets it wasn't Sol Campbell had a bit of an effect on it there's no doubt about it but also I think people were very down on the team and also the tickets were they give us such a small allocation I don't remember I just don't think Sol- people don't, Sol Campbell said, uh, said it was an unbelievably racist country and it, you know if you were black you were going to come yeah. back in coffins and all this, it's, it's, Sol Campbell's a belly well he's an idiot absolutely. he's an idiot he's absolutely. a complete idiot you don't have to tell me that. But we'll have we'll have thirty we'll have thirty thousand out in um in France, Fuck. and of of that there'll probably be I don't know three four hundred people who will be happy to kick it off. The rest yeah. of them won't. However, of course. Last, yesterday I was quite surprised. There was a lot of weeks in Lithuania. I was very surprised. It's a very different vibe to going to a tournament, going to a qualifier. I was talking to the guys on Wednesday. I actually met with some guys from Sweden. Um, brilliant, brilliant blokes. And they said that the vibe's changing at the qualifiers. It's getting a bit silly again, getting a bit okay. naughty. Which is, okay. and then because no one really expected trouble yesterday, even though we had tickets for their end. But yeah, there was. But can't that have to do a little bit with the with the political atmosphere of Europe as well, with the right wing kind of going over? It's easier to say that you don't like somebody because of their oh, colour or country. Know. I don't. I don't know about that necessarily no? with England. Right. I just think. I just think everybody's, everybody's particularly with England football people don't like the English they don't like the English football following and we don't like a lot of them either <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, there's nothing about being in a foreign city standing in the square with your arms out wide singing it's so, one of the yeah. best religions you can get it's horrible but. you did uh, something in Ukraine where you went to all the games and then you did the film mm. I mean, I'm not a massive fan of that. Um, of Eddie's films? No, of Eddie, totally. But, uh, <laughs> of, of when you see well, someone when you see one score a goal, and they're like, yeah, but the joy on your face winning. It was against Sweden, wasn't it? It was a Sweden yeah. guy, yeah. It was, standing, it was filmed from behind me, wasn't it? Oh, and, uh, mate, it's, it's terrible. such brilliant. It was great, but he's, oh, he's just like yeah. a little kid with an erection. It's yeah. fucking brilliant. I did get hard on when that went in. Yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> that, was a, that was a great, that was and, a good game. Um, we talk a lot about Premier League football, don't we? Yeah. Um, what's your feeling on the Premier League? Well, I've followed Watford since um, I went to my first game in 1974. Fuck. So it was the old second division all the way down. Great game, first game I ever went to. Watford Bristol Road was 0 0 draw. <laughs> Shock. I'll, be, I'll be back next week. <laughs> and, um, so, yeah, I've been following Watford for years. But the first time we got into the Premiership, um, the club shafted the fans really they put the, they put the prices up so much and then said they wouldn't spend the money on the players 
and I've been following them for 25 years and I just thought you can't have one up so I've never renewed my season ticket from that day on so what do you think about the owners now uh, a lot of it's not it's not the club that you know I'll always I'll always be a Watford fan I can't change you know I can't change that I wouldn't want to change that but that's not that's not my football club oh, you like, football club. like better than Sir Elton was there yeah, but it's just like, for instance, we had, we had four managers in the first um, three months of, or first six weeks of last year. Guy gets us promoted to the Premier League when we shouldn't have even got near it, and they force him out of the job by offering him, you know, obviously he needed a pay rise, and they just offered him nothing. Where he, you know, he had no choice but to resign. And so, if that's the way football is, I just, I just don't get it. All my mates are saying football's good, they and the, the quality of the players and the guys brought in. It's great, but um, that's that's not football. That's not. What do you think about the Premier League and the England team? Actually, I think the England team. The players we were playing the other night, I thought it was quite embarrassing. At one stage, when they brought Ali on, you know, I just thought, really, he's not ready for that. No, he's not ready for that. I mean, he's had he's had one good season. You're a big fan of Ali. No, I'm a big fan of him as a potential player. I mean, I think it's good for a club footballer. I mean, Tottenham we bought him five million for a 19 year old who goes straight into a team and holding his place at the moment. It's a really good buy. He's Englishman. It's a great piece of business and I'm a fan of him that way but to play in the national it's not an, team it's not an international, uh, at the, it's he's, not an he's international. had three good months and uh, it's been five games he played five of, games there's a lot of things about Ross Barkley being like the next he had two good he's games he's in though. and out though he's in and out yeah. he could be fantastic he could be brilliant but I he's d- inconsistent at the yeah. moment I reckon but we, you, you look at the players that we did have you know that whole bullshit about the golden generation was you know that killed football because that killed the English name. Well, Deludedness. The, the Premier, the Premiership killed, has killed English football. But that belief that oh we are we are well beers and it quite clearly weren't. You know, it's just all individuals. You never know. We might because we've dropped so far behind what we used to be when we had like you know Shearer and Lineker and all you know Gaza. all those players and Adams and and Seaman and Gull, you know, brilliant players. Because we've dropped so far down, we might end up doing something like Wales did. Uh, where you just get this team effort. It was a big thing here when Wales um, when Wales got put above England in the UEFA mm-hmm. uh, in the rankings. People got mad on the phone ends up. How can you? They haven't got one player apart from Bale or getting England. So what, That's results. not the point. And it's not the point. It's, it's a team effort. If you can get a team effort together, Northern Ireland have done it. Wales have done it. I'd I, love a bit of that. What, I do believe the FIFA ranking system is a bit weird. Oh, it's crazy. But, but it, especially with international friend discount. I mean, a lot of teams, if they don't play a friend like Wales didn't do, they picked up so many points for not losing points yeah. at the FIFA. So that's a bit weird system. But then a lot of people all say, well, how could France be above, uh, below blah, blah? Well, because they've played shit for four mm. years. That's why they're below them. I mean, people need to stop looking at the leagues and the individual players and just see what the results are coming mm. that way. That's why I'm a big criticism of Erik Hamrian of Sweden because we had a manager who just could take shit players and qualifiers from the groups in the big tournaments. How can you sack him? Because there's a lot of people in Sweden doesn't know shit about football and they're controlling who's going to sit there. As there is in any other country as well, of mm. course. But we really felt that that was a problem in Sweden. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, you know, I don't know what... What's going to happen with the national side? It, it, hopefully, we could we, we could gel and and something could happen. But I don't see I don't see that we're ever going to be sort of where we were. So, you, despite these uh, perfect qualifying values, where, where were you? Where were you? No, we're in '96 and '90 and uh, in France '98. We were we were that close. France '98 was the best England team I ever saw when we lost to Argentina mm. in St Etienne. I was at that game and we should have won that game. 
and uh, we just didn't get the luck. We just didn't get the luck. But then we were good then. We had a good. We had yeah, a good. We like had, had a great, great goal. Then. Yeah, yeah. And then that's um, the, there, the Batty. Goal and oh, brilliant then, goal. Uh, yeah, and then Batty, the, the beauty of that, I was at the end where they took the penalties, the same end as, as Owen scored, surrounded by the Argentinians, who I have to say were the best, most vocal, passionate fans I've ever seen in my life. They were going bananas, and we were right in the middle. It was pretty scary, but they were great. But when Batty turned around to come and take that penalty, I was sitting next to these boats and goes... It's like David Batty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, it can't be. And I looked around and I David Batty. But do you know what? And then we all just turned around and we all shook each other's hands and going, but we all know we should have won. We kind of knew he was going to miss it. And we put it out. But you know what? At least they had the bollocks to take on. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's what, what you always say. I think most England fans, are, you know, he never gets stick for missing that penalty, not like the Pierce. others do. Pierce doesn't. Southgate goes a lot of shit yeah. when he misses, man. Waddle, but there were others that should have stepped up before, you know. Yeah, that's what I found on Mars the other week. <laughs> well, it's just, it's, I, I, hate, I hate when people, when players get stuck, uh, stick for taking a penalty and missing because, you know, it's a lottery and it, it's the one who's got the balls to even take a penalty. Mm. I mean, you should be after the players who didn't take the penalty. That's the one who should get stick. When I was a kid, I, was, I, wasn't, I, wasn't half, I wasn't bad at football. I remember playing for this team. We were 6 nil up at half-time. We got a penalty. I missed it. And we won 6 5. <laughs> I never to take a penalty again. <laughs> it's clicking down, so if we don't win this, I'm going to get mullered. Um, and do you watch the rest of the Euros? I mean, the Dutch are out. I haven't watched it. Do you know what? I don't I don't usually watch a lot of the Euros anymore. The qualifiers. No, the no. qualifiers. Neither no, do I actually. No, I've, I've lost a lot of interest. In, I mean, most of the teams can qualify apart from the Dutch. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. seen the own goal. Yeah. Oh, oh, crazy. How does it happen? A player that just lose confidence or just lose the ability to My, make mistakes like that? I mean, the thing is that it's it's funny with football. People tend to forget, but we, we always have a couple of years. The, the, the Torres and the Falcao now mm. and the Van Persie. It's not about confidence. He, he's physically finished. I mean, he's been in, he's been injured for twelve years. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. he, he doesn't have that extra pace anymore. Uh, he didn't. He was a pacey player, but at least he had something before. He can't play a number ten. He's not creative enough. So I, I just think he, he's lost it. Mm. Combined with confidence, of course. But now he's thirty-two. He got a little chance coming into that game. He scores an own goal. I mean, this career is dead. a great goal. Great goal. Yeah. <laughs> Took it well. What the fuck did you yeah. think? What the fuck is this? So, um, and then so Sweden are now seeded. Uh, possibly could play Denmark. Sweden for the qualifiers. Seeded yeah. for Sweden. Sweden. Sweden for the qualifiers. Yeah. Uh, for the qualifiers. So they, they can play like Denmark, Norway, Republic of Ireland, or Slovakia. Slovakia. I'd watch that if they've got Denmark or Norway because that'd be there's an edge to that. I oh, really hope, really hope rather nice. Norway than Denmark for me personally. But those guys, those games come up in November. I think they're played on the weekends actually, yeah. so that's going to be quite interesting. I don't know if they get released by their clubs or well, they'll have to yeah, 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 they yeah. they insist on that. Don't they? That's an international break. The rest of the teams are playing friendly, so. Okay, so they yeah. Oh yeah, because okay. England, England have got Spain away yeah. and we got France at home. So yeah. the teams, yeah. So yeah. Okay. some of the teams already had uh, mm. had f- friendly fixed, but then we qualified. So there was no there was no games in Allsvenskan this week um, because of the thing, and now we get back into the Premier League. Um, let's have a look here. We've got the Premier League. So Klopp's first game, <coughs> first game of the weekend. How do you feel about Mr. Jurgen? Um, I just wish he'd never gone to Liverpool. 
<laughs> I think that's every, everybody who's not a Liverpool supporter. I've heard that so much in the three days in London now. Everybody you talk to is not a Liverpool supporter. So what do you think about Klopp? It's like, ah, oh, fucking gutted he yeah. went to Liverpool. See, Brendan Rodgers. I, I, I can't. I despise Brendan Rodgers. Watford gave him his first job. Right? I he mean, I've been talking shit about him oh, for a man year and life. Half. He's, he's talk Why about chancer. He got given, Watford gave him his first job, and then he said, oh, this is a five-year plan. I'm going to stay here." Da, da, da. Reading. Of all teams come in, Bosch straight out the door because they had a bit more money, and he was out, gone after like just half a season because he started well at Watford. He's like, "Oh, you wanker!" And then he got very lucky at Swansea, got that job. And the great thing about Liverpool was every now, every now and again to pick up a win. You think, yeah, that keeps them down. <laughs> They're going to hang on to him for a little bit longer. So I was, I was really surprised that they jumped after the. Um, after that game but I think they must have thought Klopp might have been going somewhere else Chelsea might have been coming into Klopp yeah I think they panicked a little bit they realised that Klopp was an available option if they stick with Brendan Rodgers and it didn't turn out Klopp would be anywhere else somewhere else and I think they really feel that Klopp is however you look at it a better manager than Brendan Rodgers oh god Rogers. I think it, I, unfortunately I think he's going to do really well there. yeah, I'm for, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. what's just, your uh, feeling on the Premier League um, this year it's better this year because it's open it seems a lot more open it's fantastic the money, the money in the game Oh, well, it's just ridiculous it's just ridiculous the, the, you know the, we're already talking about this year what an important year it is to stay up I mean Watford you know with the money that's come in from for just this promotion and if we if we were to get relegated which I don't think they will I don't think Watford will get relegated this year um, they should just set the club up for life but it's the, the amount of money it doesn't mean anything to the club because it's just all players and agents that's it no it doesn't go into any, it doesn't go into any of those clubs it's just straight out the door so the only people who benefit from it are the, are the players. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. How are you feeling? Tottenham at home, Liverpool, um, Klopp turns up. I would have loved Ronald Rodgers to still be there for that game. <laughs> I, think we, I think we would have won that game. Uh, but now with Klopp coming in, you don't know when a new manager comes to a new team. Sometimes they play really well. So And it's been an interesting fixture, Tottenham-Liverpool, for a couple of years. Sometimes it looks like we always win at home, they always win away. But the last couple of seasons, we won two 0 away, and then we lost at home. So it's, it's he played very well last year. Oh, away. when we lost that three uh, two, was it three two? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We one thing is, 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 you know, he might come in and he might do really well. But if the bottom line with Liverpool is they haven't got the players. They've got exactly. an awful I, squad of players. I, I think that's you think so? Yes, I think. I don't think it's awful, but <laughs> I think I'm, decent. No, it's Shocking. decent. But look at the money they spend. It's not decent for the money. No, no, no. I mean, if uh, and uh, I, mean, I don't want to compare Tottenham all the time, so we're not going to do that. But, but. The fuck you got a message from him for? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so, so, but that, I mean, Liverpool, it's not a shady team, but I do think this that the players they've got, they're not Klopp players. They're not high pressing, mm. quick counter attacking team as Klopp has always played. I mean, he, he well, plays a similar, he plays similar to Pochettino. So I always thought if Pochettino would get sacked, Klopp would have been the perfect person to come in with the players we have and the players who try to get in. And Liverpool, I don't really see. I mean, Firmino, is he going to do well at, uh, under Klopp? Maybe he plays as a number 10. That's Kagawa played in Dortmund, perhaps. But if he's going to play like quick, quick wingers, they don't have that anymore. I, mean, I think so- that's what he's going to do, though, because he's coming and he's, he, he don't. He, the big thing here is all the statistics and the possession football and all this. And he said he doesn't give a monkeys about that. Yeah, doesn't mean nothing. Yeah. I can't stand all that crap. I mean, there's one. I think watching England the other day, so dull, just holding onto the ball, yeah. running ten yards, it. turning around, and running back the way yeah. you fucking. I don't like it either. Uh, th- that's. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Does my name? I was at the Arsenal Man United game the other week because my brother, for some reason, is a season ticket there. And um, <laughs> first half, they, you know, Arsenal was superb. For yeah, there was minutes. a book. It was unbelievable to watch. And then it just got so boring. But the Arsenal, Man United did exactly the same. They get a free kick halfway in the opposition half. And rather than put it in the box, they'd turn around and play it all the way back to the keeper. Yeah. And then the keeper would hoist it to exactly where the free kick had been taken yeah. from. And just think, what the fuck? What the hell is happening? Awful football. But, but, I do, but, but I think it's some of the new managers coming in now. I mean, the young, young managers, the, like Diego Simone and Klopp now, Pochettino, Tottenham. They have a different kind of football philosophy. It's high pressing, high energy. It's a bit like Premier League football. Outside the old Premier League kind of football, right, so, it's uh, so, so it's fun to watch, and, and I think Tottenham, that why Tottenham fans are happy with Pochettino. Even if you look at the position, the point we're making, it's not much more than the season before with ABB, but we won some odd big games. City now, Chelsea last year, Arsenal last year, and that has kept some of the supporters like, yeah, we're doing well, but point-wise we're doing the same. But they like the football. We do like the, the football. The thing I'd say about Tottenham is my mum and dad are from Tottenham, yeah. just lived around the corner, and. Um, uh, that's when my name lived around until she popped off and, um, so we'd always go back and my dad, when we was kids getting into football my dad would always take us he's got five boys and he'd always take us to see Tottenham not one of us supports Tottenham what the <laughs> fuck man what the fuck is that I think that's all fuck? you need to know about Tottenham what the fuck man what the fuck is going on I don't know he's gutted but not one of us supports Tottenham oh I would have been five. fucking gutted out five boys nobody supports yeah. Tottenham I would be fucking crazy get his head around it. We got, what have we got in our lot we got yeah, what we got no oh. two managers struggling Chelsea Villa Chelsea Mourinho apparently something like 15 million to get rid of him Aston Villa Sherwood is just fucking he's hanging on man <laughs> we had told him before he's man. not a good manager nah they're talking about Rodgers he's gonna take over there That's hopefully the well, there you go. Then why would you do that? Why would you get someone who's just failed to take over from someone who's failing? That's <sighs> like getting someone in but to I, tell your joke. But I think you looked at you, That was good. But I, I just think. I mean, I do believe that Brendan Rodgers will do a better job than Sherwood at Villa. Well, yeah, he'll do a better job, but yeah. he ain't going to. It's not going to happen, is it? It's not going to happen. They're not, you know, they're, they're, they're well, struggling going? for years. Yeah. Well, where, where, where would Brandon Rogers go? He'll end up at somewhere like Newcastle or something like yeah, that. Yeah, probably. Rubbish. McLaren is going. <laughs> I'm upsetting everyone. <laughs> Crystal, Crystal Palace, West Ham, it's on every week. Uh, Everton United, 
normally a tasty game, and Everton, be great, yeah. Everton will, will back themselves. I think there. that is a really tasty. I mean, yeah. I think Everton will go into the game with confidence to think we can win this game. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Okay. They should have that. And Southampton, that's is a good game as well nowadays. <laughs> Couldn't say that three years ago. Yeah, that'd be a good. One. That'd be a good. One. There's a lot of good fixtures there. The big, obviously, Watford have got three points Saturday, so that's quite. Arsenal at home. Would you see your chances there? Because you don't know the problem with Arsenal is if Arsenal turn up, yeah. you're going to get annihilated. But Arsenal could easily just as easily be pony on the day. Problem with Watford is we can't score. It's funny with Arsenal. It's you can't blame stability for them not being consistent because they can turn up as they did the United and they can beat any team in the world and then they can lose against any team in the world now well as well. You can't blame consistency because the squad players are quite. They've been there for a long time. The manager been there for ages. It's just a bit puzzling. I, I do believe that Arsene Wenger's tactics are usually sometimes so open that they it just doesn't work against certain teams some days. It, it was interesting. I think the, the rumour was uh, the guy at the Arsenal game, the United game, that he'd really given them a Roger in for the Olympiacos defeat. Losing that was a real kick in the nuts for all yeah. the players. And, he, and apparently Wenger did really give me Roger in for once. And that's why they went... Like they come out all guns are blazing. Well, then he should always do that, then. Yeah, but it's not his style normally, is it? No. So. West Brom Sunderland. Allardyce. That's first, relegation first all over, isn't it? Yeah. Allardyce. I don't believe Peters can get relegated, so I still believe West Brom is going to stay up. I, I, I quite like West Brom. They're good fans. Um, I'd love to see Sunderland go down. I've got no time for them. You, who've been to a lot of games in England for listeners, which fans do you believe are like? Apart from the best, the best fans, yeah. apart from Huddersfield Town, um, uh, Palace, Palace, really? the, the atmosphere at Palace. I went and saw the, um, the the first derby game they played with Brighton. They're big rivals at um, Selhurst Park. It was a Tuesday night, and I was in the Palace end. Not at the, I was in the Palace stand, not in the end, but the the. The noise they made, the originality of the songs, and the passion was just like full on. They were they Stoke yeah, are good. I, aren't Stoke they? are good. Stoke make a lot of noise. I, you know, Palace are a club that I've got any links to whatsoever. And uh, they beat us in the last playoff final, and they were pretty oiky on the day. Took a piece of it, but brilliant fans. James Mackay said something about Liverpool fans being great. What do you think about that? The, every time I've been to Anfield, they've been really quiet. Exactly, they're really quiet. So, well, Great away yeah. It's like United United away Brilliant Make a lot of noise But every time I've been to Anfield Yeah I, I, I was shocked first time When I was in Anfield I couldn't believe it that We were making more noise At our way stand mm. at, It's at always good Being away though Yeah, yeah but, but listen, It was crazy It was quiet for, for 90 minutes I Yeah mean, but I've been there happened. I've been there When the old cop Was still there It was still Still terracing And played him On a Friday night For some reason And um, yeah Even then they were, it just, I just didn't get it all that rubbish about that Friday night football is going to be think, more common next year yeah, who do you think's more but doing, next year's going to start doing oh yeah no yeah, the, yeah. I like that idea yeah, it's no good for fans though it's all about TV isn't it? it's yeah. your, if you're a fan of but it's such a world goes brand now yeah um, it's unbelievable I, was, I said to my brother when I walked into um, the Emirates the other day of him he's walking up uh, you know, I've got no affiliation with Arsenal or Man United whatsoever. But I just, as I was walking upstairs, it just suddenly struck me that I was going to watch this live when millions of people worldwide in just about every country on the planet were sitting down and watching. It yeah. was just like, fuck me, man! How big has this got? Yeah, I remember. It's amazing. Like gigging in Singapore and outside, they had like screens of the United match. You and just want to say like, gig the singer. I haven't mean, gigged all over the world. No, you haven't. That's um, a lie. But you not know, in Burkina Faso. Not in Burkina Faso. You haven't been to Burkina Faso, have you? Twice. <laughs> all right. Did That's the comedy club there. <laughs> um, 
So, and then we look at Sunday. Let's look at a quick look at Sunday. Is that Sunday? Or yeah. yeah. Uh, just one game, one Newcastle, Norwich. McLaren, how long has he got left? Oh, he's they're, they're struggling big. I style, think he's to lose they? that game. He's off. Yeah, I think it has, it has to. Even if they don't win it, that'll be how many games? That'll be nine. Yeah. Okay, so we had this thing. That <laughs> is that what you said? Nine. I said? I said you couldn't lose your job after nine games, and then Rogers is gone. No, but it was. Uh, I don't know if he was deluded that day. He must have smoked some crack or something. But we <laughs> again, that, we said that uh, a manager. Yeah, how's that going, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> good. I'm keeping it down. <laughs> yeah, keeping it down, eh? Uh, but the thing is that we said that nine games, uh, you, you won't get sacked. Uh, let's say if you n- lose nine games on the trot, then you're, you're gonna, gonna get go. fucking sacked. Go. And he still was like, nah. Also, what do you nine losses in a row? Any team would sack their manager. Nine losses oh, in a row. Fucking <laughs> I think Norwich are a good side this year. They'll do all right. I think they'll stay up. I think all. I think all three of the teams that come up have got a really good chance. Unbelievable. I, I thought that they would. Go I thought Bournemouth off. were down because I thought. I thought bought. all three of them would struggle, but that. And I really thought the Sunderland, Aston Villa, and Newcastle would at least pick themselves up a little bit, but they just gone the wrong you don't way. Know, yeah, and such big clubs. To once you get in that spiral, one of them, one of them is going to go. Or I would say two of those three yeah. are going to go. Maybe all year. three of them could be. We look at yeah. the moment. I wouldn't want to see Villa go down. I've got a, 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 I don't know why I've got a quite soft spot for Villa. I don't know why I wouldn't want to see them go down. But I do think the Sam Allardyce can keep Sunderland up. Yeah, if anyone, yeah. Yeah, well, if, he's a good manager when it comes yeah. to that. It's going to be great to watch, though, isn't it? <laughs> no, but, you know, it's... it's What's your it's problem result? with Sunderland fans? Then? I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. We, well, they went to the stadium and light, and we played them on a Tuesday night. And when, like any club, when you play a new stadium for the first time, you take a lot. So it's a Tuesday night. Uh, uh, we took about six, 700 up, which for Watford on Tuesday there. It was sold out. They beat us 4-1 to go top of the league. And by the end of the game, by the end of the game, the stadium was half empty. And from the first minute to the end, we made more noise than them. From the first minute to the end. And I just thought, really, this is a big club. That's yeah. big support. You've all just you've gone top of the league and you've all top fucking of the league. Left. What the hell was this? In the, it was in, in the old first okay. World, yeah, championship. I just thought that's crap. Yeah, that's yeah. crap. Fans, but they're man. they're renowned for walking out early, aren't they? Now, yeah. I'm very yeah, nowadays it's not. I've, I've, I've told that story. I'm very unpopular in Sampland because I've told that. I've written that story. Damn it! <laughs> I know a few they did not happy with me too. But there but, you go. Um, and then Monday night is Swansea. That, that game is on every week. Though. Yeah, wow! Every week. Every that's week that game dull, is on. isn't it? Well, is it Swansea? Well, you wouldn't buy a ticket for that, would you? No, maybe not. What about the championship? Are you following the championship much? Yeah, I love the championships. We're finding my best division in best best football, best division in the UK by a mile. You yeah. get, anyone could beat anybody. Yeah, I it's mean, passion. Yeah. The fans and fans down there are brilliant. I loved it. I love watching what for a lot of games. games as well. Big big clubs down Huge there. Huge clubs. Forest Leeds. Yeah. Some small town. clubs, Huddersfield, there's some tiny clubs. Some stupid uh, clubs, Huddersfield. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, there's some massive clubs. And there's some trouble in those games. Like, Is it true that yeah. the water in Huddersfield made everybody kind of retarded? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. all right, good. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't dehydrated at all. 
<laughs> no, some great clubs in, in that division. Yeah, yeah but your uh, non-league side is uh, Hemel Hemel Town. You don't watch them a bit? I don't watch them more than anything now, and because of being on the road, because I do gig, believe it or not. Yeah. I do being on the road. I always, if it's a game that I have a ground I haven't been to, I'll take in a, a game just to, to tick another ground off. But if I can, I go and watch Hemel. We've had a bad week this week. We um, we got knocked out of the FA Cup by on Monday. Are you going to play old? We we, we, uh, we, we, did, we drew older shot if but we we drew at home on Saturday against Sutton. I was at that yeah. and we were lucky to get away with that over a better side. And then um, they beat us two one on Monday night. So and in cup, truth, in, in truth, I would have rather been at Sutton United versus Hemel than Lithuania England. If, yeah. if I'd have known, yeah, yeah in yeah. advance, I'd have gone out. Oh, I'll, I'll go that. What's but yeah, the, we got we got done. What's the greatest game you've ever been to? Uh, it's a real hard one that. I've had some brilliant with Watford had some amazing amazing days out but we got the game when Zola, uh, with, with the uh, with the ball the penalty and they yep, they're in Leicester Leicester player yeah 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 oh, mate, Fuck, that must see, have been in all, in all the, the I was at I was at the end where Leicester got the penalty oh, and when he went down it was so clearly a dive and the ref gave it and there was that split second where you go you cheating fuck a whole fucking see you cheating dirty bastard right? and then he takes the penalty and he's, and it's right in front of the Leicester fans and it's saved and then it come, you have that moment of yeah and then it goes back to him and you have that moment of he's going to score a fucking rebound yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it saved the game ah. and then everyone's just going bananas and of course it goes up and then you realise it's gone up the other end and when that ball I, I, I've followed football for years I've never seen two no. minutes of football well it wasn't just the two minutes it was from the moment the penalty the, the, the emotions from the moment they got that penalty you dirty cheating shit <laughs> to that goal was just <laughs> well it's a whole season yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a whole season it's, it's just because one bloke's gone boom yeah I'll have that just, and he missed it as it's well just unbelievable that, I mean when that happened and it happened similar thing they lost the very, next, the very next day it happened at yeah. um, Brentford Doncaster exactly the same thing penalty missed up the other that was scored. unbelievable that one yeah uh, unbelievable but I, I've never felt that up and down of, of emotions and that but it's a great bit of footage that someone's done, took on their phone and it's up the end where Watford score it's inside Sam it's up, and the first person in this pitch is a woman old woman with her arms out wide with a carrier bag <laughs> and she's the first one on the pitch <laughs> unbelievable the only time I remember similar things that I've only experienced similar it's not even close to that but it's unbelievable but when uh, Tottenham had a derby against West Ham and Tevez and Mascherano have been struggling uh, they're on their way down West Ham and Tevez scores his first goal for West Ham one nil a free kick against Tottenham fuck we're down one nil Timo Taino scores 1-1 one, one. They do, then they start pushing him strikers because they need to win the game West Ham and they score 2-1 Bobby Zamora in the end and he's like fuck what's going on Berbatov 88 minutes 2-2 two, two, like thank god and they're pressing they're just putting everything up there's a corner in the last minute last second overtime corner for West Ham they're pushing everything up there fucking we head away the corner and the full star running have a shot on goal Keeper says it, and from fucking nowhere, Paul Stalteri, the right back, the shittiest right back we ever had, comes up and knocks it empty net in the 94th minute. We had a playoff win at Birmingham as well <coughs> years ago, where we and the derby as well. It's and uh, it was it was a horrible atmosphere, and we scored a penalty in the first minute, and we had to hang on for 90 minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and they battered us and battered us and battered, us. and we hung on, got the draw, 
right. because it, they, they'd won our place and then it went to penalties and we beat them on penalties and it was just like fuck and we just yeah. did nothing for the whole game that was a good one but last year for the first time ever ML Empstead Town in 100 odd years of history got to the first round proper of the FA Cup where we had Berry away oh, Berry away we yeah. played Berry away and all we wanted to do score just score in front of our lot two minutes in bosh 1-0 a win ballistic absolutely just like as I would have done at any goal or anywhere I just one of the most memorable moments and we at least we held out till two minutes from the end and then they scored two in the last minute beat, right, so beat yeah. us 3-2 but we needed we were two minutes away from a replay but that was a that was an amazing experience just to see your hometown club and there was about 300 of us up there <laughs> and you knew everybody and when it went in it was just uh, it was a magical I think, I moment I think I was like that with, when town equalised against uh, Chelsea Chelsea got all the money Mourinho had, you know, was leading them. We were getting fucking hammered. It was like 5,000 of us behind the goal. A massive big day out for Northerners. And then they just kept on. And then we just, we just, uh, we just equalised. And it was, the ball, the ball didn't even hit the back of the net. And the joy, you're just yeah. grabbing, yeah. you're just grabbing people like that. And, and that's when my cousin got money out and waved to the Chelsea <laughs> ブルーやったんですよ。ブルーやったんですよ。ブルーやったんですよ。ブルーやったんですよ。ブルーやったんですよ。ブルーやったんですよ。ブルーやったんですよ。ブルーやったんですよ。ブルーやったんですよ。
Yeah. Whereas isn't it annoying to be a Tottenham fan? I was like, yeah, but the, the good thing yeah, is it must be and brutal, it's brutal. I, no, it is brutal. It, it, I always say when somebody says, oh, the young kid says, oh, I'm a Tottenham fan. I was like, oh, good for you. I was like, but your life just shortened like 10, 15 years by easily your heart. You're going to get a heart attack at an early age because after, when you're 22, your heart is pounding like it's 69 years old because any game, we can be 2 0 up against Norwich at home. They got a man down and we're still we're fucking still, nervous. Still, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I think we've probably got a good combination here Watford, Huddersfield, Tottenham of desperate, of, of freaking out. Oh, I mean, fuck. town, town were one up at Fulham the other day, 95 minutes. Of course, they're going to concede a lot. <laughs> They conceded in the 97th minute, of course. And and the tw- the Twitter feed is just fucking. Uh, I'll give up, and then I'll be back next yeah, week. See you next week. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I love that. I, mean, I love that mentality. I mean, it'll be shit, won't it? Yeah, see you next week. I remember there was, <laughs> we got there was like an epic three week where we played Manchester City in the League Cup. Right, we're three nil up. Half time. Last thing that happens, they get a red card. City. So we're three nil up at Whitehall Lane against a city who's not a good city back then. All right, it's like. Brown scored for Tottenham Michael Brown I don't know what the fuck He's doing Tottenham 3 nil up One man up Loses 4-3 Last minute Mackie scores A, a winner 4-3 Absolutely was I mean Keegan as well Yeah And it was oh, it, the, And the, the feeling When that happened Was so bad It was embarrassing You know It was embarrassment That we lost 3 nil at home or We were leading 3 nil at half time A man up Against a shittier team And loses 4-3 It was embarrassing The week after that We are playing Leicester uh, we're 2 0 up against Leicester. Uh, they come back to 2 2, 3 3, uh, 3 2 to them. We go back 3 3. They go back 4 3 on us. And it's embar- and they're man down again. Embar- German Defoe has his debut, scores a, nut, scores a goal, 4 4. We're like, thank God we drew this game at least. Week after that, we're playing fucking Charlton. <laughs> 2 0 up. Fucking come back 2 2 and 3 2 in the last minute. Johnny fucking Jackson, shittiest player ever played Tottenham. Score 3 2 in there and we finally got a win. Three weeks of this fucking roller shit. That's, that's, that's football, isn't it? Yeah, but that, that's what, when that happens, like, fuck, like, yeah. And we, I was like happy like we won, won against right. you know, Real Madrid, but it was just. So, fuck. how do we, how do the listeners uh, follow you? Twitter, I suppose. Yeah, I do Twitter. Um, I've got. My Facebook page, yes, you can do all that. Twitter's at Eddie Brimson. E D D Y. E D D Y B R I M S O N. And what about books and stuff like that? Uh, the books are all on Kindle or, or all on uh, electronic books. Oh, wicked. Yeah. And um, the, the DVD you can download. The, What's the, the DVD called? Some people don't get football, I don't get yeah. those people. Yeah. And what was oh, the, that's brilliant. That's a really good name. And what was the other one? The Tear Gas. Tigats and Tigatats, you can't you can't get a DVD of that because that was going back. That's France ninety eight. So that was on a that was on a that uh, was video. big, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did really well. Yeah, yeah, it did all right. So, so. It got out there, and um, uh, yeah, and there's another book coming on gigs all over the place. That's normal. I, I mean, don't watch them gig wise, but yeah, read his books <laughs> and um, thank you so worth much. Worth twenty minutes you've ever had. Well, 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 you, you actually mentioned something before. We did. Uh, uh, you mentioned something before that we did the movie Hooligan. What was it all about? Oh, they've got a novel called Hooligan. I've right, got okay. a book. It's quite a violent graphic novel. So I'm just doing the follow-up so, so, on that. So for the ones who really want to uh, learn more about English football, which book should they read? Um, if it's the England team, it's uh, Tear Gas and Ticket Touts, which is the book, and, it, and also God Save the Team. And there are two diaries of following England. If you just want to learn about football fan culture, there's four. There's Everywhere We Go, which is the first one, which sort of 
blew it all open. Got Derby Days, Capital Punishment, and England My England, which is about following England as well. But that's get the other six, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one's alright. Which your which one's your favourite then? Um, my favourite. Uh, tear gas and tickets house is funny. All right, because Fran- it's about France. It's a diary. Yeah. It's a diary of France ninety eight, and it was just, that's funny. Yeah, that's that's that's. Oh, yeah, I'm quite pleased with that one. Well, thank you very much for yeah, thanks, dude, for 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 doing this with us. Oh, it's it was great, brilliant. Yeah, we haven't recorded it, but that's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, episode seventy. We haven't talked about all Svenskan, but we can do oh. that on the weekend. On so. the weekend, yeah, there's been no game, so thanks for listening. Uh, take care. Bye. Bye bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 